Welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by the Bookshelf in downtown Batesville, and we are joined by Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Nice and wet. Yay. Perfect day for rainy day. Yep, perfect day to read a book. Uh, perfect day to read a book. Yes, exactly. but of course, first things, first things first this morning, we definitely want to extend our condolences to the family of Ron Raver, who is, yes. of course, a, a star, was a star at WRBI Sports Talk for, gosh, how many years? It's just, um, he, he was simply a, a national treasure, or in this case, a Batesville treasure. Um, yep. the, the kids just adored him, and um, and we definitely want to uh, say, you know, send out a hug to our 5'8 sister Sally and her daughter Gina um, that were thinking of you and praying for you and um, you know just wrap an arm around each other right now and um, that's coming from Mary and I very nice definitely thank you definitely so yep we'll we'll miss him Um, so okay on to uh, our books on to business. Um, we have not a whole lot of debuts this week, but um, still a lot of good books on the list. So we'll get started with our indie bestsellers. Our hardcover fiction, number one, Amor Talls with the Lincoln Highway. Violetta, Isabella Lande is on the list at number two. Number three, still hanging in there, Anthony Doer with Cloud Cuckoo Land. The Midnight Library is back in the top five, Matt Haig. And number five, Call Us What We Carry, Poems. That's Amanda Gorman. There is one debut on our list down at number 14. It's called Love and Saffron, and that's Kim Fay. Yes, so. this, is, um, this is really kind of a cool book um, because it's, it's written in letters, um, and it's about uh, women's friendship and food. So and oh. actually they, they share recipes. They're... Um, the, the the one character is a food editor, and uh, she has a fan that writes a letter to her and uh, sends her a recipe and a package of saffron because she thinks, well, you should try saffron. And this is set in the '60s, so it kind of oh. goes. On. It's also a, a history of things that were going on, you know, back there. Which '60s was a very tumultuous time, you know, with the. Um, the uh, voter registrations that went on in the South, all the, you know, the, the upheaval that was down there, plus the Vietnam War, um, just all kinds of things went on in the 60s. So um, that's kind of a history, but a story of friendship and a story of food. So it's kind, it's kind of cool. Wow. That's, yeah, that sounds real interesting. Okay, in mm-hmm. the nonfiction, Atlas of the Heart is number one, Brene Brown. The 1619 Project, A New Origin Story, Nicole Hannah-Jones at number two. This is a debut on our nonfiction list at number three. It's The 90s, A Book, 
This is Chuck Klosterman. So yeah. what's there to and say about exactly the 90s? And that's exactly what it is. You know, it's about <laughs> the 90s. And, and of course, Chuck Klosterman, he has a way about him when he writes. He's just kind of, I would, I would use the term droll. <laughs> and uh but you know once again you know it's another it's another decade lots of stuff going on in the 90s too there are big changes you know that oh yeah uh, the, the internet and you know it, it really the 90s actually changed the way everything happens you know prior to the 90s there was no cell phones there were no computers there was you know um, oh, they just, there were, but they were huge. <laughs> well, right. They were not yeah, something I mean, you could were, stick in your pocket. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have right. personal. Right. You know, it was just right. All that kind of stuff was in development. It was in the space program. You know, they you know they had all that, but uh, nobody yeah. was carrying around. Uh, the, you know, they weren't constantly uh, flipping their phones. <laughs> you mean there weren't there weren't ten there weren't ten year olds on TikTok all the time and. 90s. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I almost yeah. kind of missed the 90s. Um, <laughs> okay, number four, Crying in H Mart, a memoir, and that's Michelle's honor. Number five, still on our list, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, Charlie McKessie. So, oh, one more debut down at the bottom here at number 15. I can get into this one. I think you came too, mm. Chris called oh, yeah. Stolen Focus, Why You Can't Pay Attention and How to Think Deeply Again. And that's Johan Howry. So, right, yeah, exactly. And I, you know what? And I think another title for that was How Do You Get Squirrels Off Your Back? You know, maybe that would work. <laughs> I like that title. But of course, you know, you this Stolen Focus, you know, that's kind of, um, uh, it, it says exactly what we were just talking about on the 90s that uh, now in in the 2020s uh nobody can focus anything the 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 um according to this author that it, you've got a three second um amount of time that you can focus on anything and it's not just children three seconds? Adults. just get get about three seconds is, is you know Ooh. you're going to flip to something else you know that you just can't stay on track and a lot of it has to do with, the, in his case, he thinks that our brains have been rewired by um, sitting in front of a screen of some sort. Mm. Uh, because we do, yep. we, you know, you just flip. You, uh, you know, you watch people when they're at, at a restaurant and they're looking at their phone, that, that finger's just flip, 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 you know. So oh, that's that drives me seconds. insane. Yeah. That drives me so, crazy. You're sitting there when they're with families, well, anybody. It's like, Focus on who you're eating your meal with, not your phone. Crazy. Well, you know, this is the art of conversation. There's a really cool book, um, and I'll have to, we have it. I'll have to dig it out again. It's called What We've Lost with the Internet, you know, and how much the society has changed since we're all slaves to the Internet now. So there's Mm. there's a truth to that somewhat. Yes. Definitely. So that's kind of what this book is about, Stolen Focus. Okay, that sounds good. In the paperback fiction, number one, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, The Vanishing Half, Britt Bennett, Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller, number four, The House in the Curulean Sea, T.J. Clune, and Colleen Hoover, still in the top five with It Ends With Us. 
Um, speaking of Colleen, she has a debut on our paperback list with Verity, and that's debuting at number 10 on our list. But I know we've talked about yeah. that on the USA Today list a few times. So um, mm-hmm. another another good yep, one by Colleen. Lots. There's lots of them by Colleen on the list. That's <laughs> this is true. I'm I'm glad she's having her moment in the sun. You know, exactly. That's good. In the nonfiction, Robin Wall Kimmerer with Braiding Sweetgrass still at number one. Moss One, A Survivor's Tale. And that's Art Spiegelman. All about love, new visions. Bell Hooks. The body keeps the score. Bessel van der Kolk. And number five. This amazes me. It's finally in paperback been on the hardcover list forever a great book it's tara westover and it's educated a memoir so mm-hmm. that's that's a really interesting book so i'm glad it's finally uh, you in know paperback. I, yes i can see this is going to jump into a lot of book clubs not that it hasn't oh already yeah been in a yeah. lot of book clubs but now that the paperback edition is out um i think that that's going to be a selection of pretty regularly yeah there's there's a lot to talk about in that book so that makes it a great Mm -hmm. book club book um number 12 is a debut on our list it's um heather mckee with the sum of us what racism costs everyone and how we can prosper together so that sounds like an interesting think about it book Mm -hmm. let's see children's middle and early grade readers Number one, Stunt Boy in the Meantime, Jason Reynolds. Super Extra Deluxe Essential Handbook, Pokemon. Is that a new <laughs> one or is that? That is. No, I think yes. that's been around a while. A, yep. Not, not yeah. terribly long. Not, you know, not really. No. Long. I know that it was, uh, it was out, uh, maybe just around Christmas time. And, um, I was, I was going to say we sold a few of those at Christmas, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So for all you Pokemon, um, it's still there. Fans just out there. Back and yeah, Pokemon. Oh, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> uh, number three, Rick Riordan, Daughter of the Deep. Number four, Amari and the Knight Brothers, and that's part of Supernatural Investigations. That's number one in that, and that's BB Alston. New Kid, Jerry Craft at number five. There are no other debuts on our list. Children's early middle grade readers. Let's see, young adult. I must betray you, Ruta Septis. That jumped up to number one right away, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. We talked about that last week. So, an amazing author. So, nine, great, nine to ninety nine. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of Danish. English lists in young adult. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, Actually, some in the work. early and middle grade readers. Also, because we oh, had, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. we had, uh, so I had someone come back in just recently, and they had purchased Pony by R.J. Palacio mm-hmm. for their Palacio, um, yep. for their grand grandchild for, for Christmas, and they read it together. And she said that was uh, really a good story. It was just a great book. And yep. I said, well, you'll find that to be the case in a lot of middle grade and young adult uh, stories. That's oh, definitely excellent, excellent stories. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's that's another thing that the, you know, the 90s and the 2000s have produced. Kids don't just listen to fluff anymore. They want some meat in their stories, and oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think is good. So, you know, well, well, let's not dumb so, them down. Right. They're far more sophisticated 
uh, you know, in, in today's culture and in, in this world, and um, they're more alert about what's going on. So it gives them, um, yeah. you know, they, they need something that's going to stimulate them. Exactly. So mm-hmm. let's see. Dana Schwartz that doesn't mean that number they don't, two. They, yeah, that doesn't mean that they don't still need some fun, fluffy stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like we have Dan Banovich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we read that when we need something that just cheers Oh, in. yeah. And, um, Su- yeah. Susan Elizabeth Phillips. Um, exactly. Oh, I could go on and on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Patterson. <laughs> oh, Patterson. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Uh, number two, Anatomy, a Love Story, Dana Schwartz. Firekeeper's daughter, Angeline Bully. Legend born, Tracy D. Odd. And number five, they both die at the end, Adam Silver. Uh, no, again, no debuts on that list, but like Chris said, a lot of, a lot of good, good books, good authors, so you want to pay attention to that. Um, Children's Illustrated, Love You by Heart, and that's Peter Reynolds. Number one, I'm sure that, like number two here, is left over from Valentine's yes. Day. Little Blue Truck mm-hmm. Valentine. Jill McMurray. El Miguel Murray. Goodnight Moon, mm-hmm. number three. Margaret Weiss Brown. Just Help, How to Build a Better World. That's Sonia Sotomayor. And Aaron Slater, illustrator. Andrea Beatty, number five. There is a debut on our list. I love the title. Number 13, again, for Valentine's Day, it's A Unicorn Named Sparkle and the Perfect Valentine. Amy Young. Yes, there we go. So, Sparkle is fun. just your, it, it's just not quite the uniform, unicorn that that young lady wanted, but it just goes <laughs> to show that sometimes, you know, uh, we don't get what we exactly want, but it can be just as fine as what we wanted intended in the first oh place. yeah definitely higher powers know what they're doing in yeah. the children's series wings of fire t sutherland diary of a wimpy kid jeff kenny at number two babysitters club graphics and martin elephant and piggy mo willems one of my favorites and the bad guys aaron blabley i see that's going to be a movie huh yeah and seeing that advertised yes. Uh huh. I did, um, and actually, I, I just got an email late last night. I'm always up on the computer talking, talking about staying on the computer too long. Um, there's a, a new book coming out that's going to be based on the movie of the the bad guys, uh-huh. and the characters are, um, you know, they've made them cartoon characters in here. So, yep, looks like it should be fun. I love it. I love it. So that's that's my list today. So what do we have All on right. USA Today? Let's look over to the national news. And um, <clears throat> debuting at number one is Tony Robbins and Peter Dynamatis. Life Force, how new breakthroughs in precision medicine can transform the quality of your life and those you love. And so, you know, we, we've... Uh, actually had a speaker once at one of our sorority meetings about precision medicine and, you know, how um, the new techniques deal with DNA and um, everybody is different. As we've seen with this latest pandemic that um, COVID has attacked different people in such different ways 
you know, they, there are typical results from uh, having contracted COVID, but uh, there's a lot of different ways in which um, uh, we suffer from it. And so that's exactly kind of what this is, this is about, this book. Uh, that's debuting at number one. Now debuting at number two is what were we saying about having fluff? And we need something to <laughs> escapism. <laughs> Abandoned in Death by Greggy oh, Robb. This is the 54th in the oh, Dallas Investigate series. Uh, when a murder is tied to a series of missing women, Eve is on the case. So that is number two. I can't two, believe... I can't believe 54. Wow. Yes. I'm trying to think. Mm. She must be doing at least two and a half a year, you know? When oh, she's got to be. Because it, they're not yeah. regulated, you know, uh, to that. Of course, J.D. Robb is Nora Roberts, is, is for those yeah. who are not aware of that. so And she also publishes, um, J.D. Robb is usually doing a, a three-part series and then a standalone every year. So um, she, yeah. she's a busy girl, busy girl. <laughs> uh, number three sure. is the little, yes, she sure is. The Little Blue Truck Valentine. Um, is, of course, this is driven by um, Valentine's Day. Uh, it ends with us, Colleen Hoover's number four, one of hers. And this is the book she's writing about Ryle Kincaid's relationship with Lily. James Clear's Atomic Habits. Still with us at number five, and that's a good book to have still with us. Gives us some good <laughs> uh, ideas. City of the Dead. Oh, one of your dudes, Jonathan Kellerman. <clears throat> and yes. the past comes back. Love his comes stuff. Back, yes, that's a haunt psychologist, Alex Delaware, and Detective Milo Sturgis when they investigate a double homicide. So is Milo, is, is he just, do they just kind of work together? Milo and yeah, Alex they do. In, in those books. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 and, real. It's an interesting relationship. Um, okay. Yeah, they they he's, all have he's some part of the, stuff going on. So he's part of the police, and Alex is a, well. He, um, uh, um, yeah, Milo's a detective, and and Alex is a um, psychologist. But he he does you know he um, uh, oh what's the word I'm looking for the again? The brain's not. Yeah, he he's a um, yeah, there's consultant? a word for it out there somewhere. Consultant, good, yes, yes, um, consultant, yes. Okay. So they're and and they're yeah, and they're friends, and um, you know they they've solved a lot. So if if you've never read any uh, Jonathan Kellerman, come in. We got some you know great backlist, and um, yeah, it's just it's a good mystery. <laughs> Excuse me. So yep, looking forward to okay. that one now. Yep, that's his new one. Uh, at number seven, we have Verity again by Colleen Hoover. This is one of her newer titles. <clears throat> Peter Schweitzer is next in line at number eight, Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Okay, so, <clears throat> yeah, sure, right. Uh, debuting at number nine. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> yes. James Patterson and Howard Rolfing, uh, they come out with a new book called Steal. When a student announces on Instagram that he plans on killing himself, all hell breaks loose. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. So I assume they're trying to find this dude before that happens. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and rounding out the top ten 
is Llama Llama, <laughs> I Love You by Anna Dudney. <laughs> and of course, that's a Valentine's Day book. So what do we have that's left uh, on the list? <clears throat> then, uh, number 11, Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. And number 12, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is, you know, cresting at number one in the uh, Midwest. Uh, of course, oh, yeah. This is Darling. And, and the next one in line, number 13, You're My Little Cuddlebug by Nicola Edwards. Mm-hmm. We have uh, quite a few of Nicola's books on hand at the shop. And that was a big of uh, a, a selection at Valentine's Day. And right next to it, Happy Valentine's Day Mouse by Lara Numeroff and Felicia Bond. At number five, 15, we have Love from the Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. Um, and you know, Eric Carle has uh, some really cool books actually coming out, I believe it's today, and they're little board books, and it, um, they're science uh, about how, how a seed develops, and the other one oh. is how an egg hatches. And th- those, those are just darling. Yes, and these are little board mm. books for the two, two to four-year-old set. So, and those are out okay. today also by Eric Carl. Colleen Hoover's back at number 16 with Ugly Love. That was strange. <laughs> I love them two together, Ugly Love. Uh, Greg Hurwitz, <laughs> The Dork. The Dark Horse, that's debuting in number 17, and this is an Orphan X novel, and this is the seventh in that series by Greg Hurwitz. The Neuropreneur by James Knitted Ma, a modern mindset for thriving in the digital age. I didn't get a chance to check on that one and see what that's all about, but <laughs> it kind of sounds like I had a good, a good idea from the title. Uh, it doesn't doesn't sound like doesn't sound like one I want to cuddle up with in bed at night, you know. <laughs> you know, but it might give I a little bed. insight into what's going on with uh, this. This is true. Mm-hmm, the digital age, uh, the love hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood. Uh, this is a, a little romance that's been doing really well since spring. This has been around since it came out yep. right at the beginning of the end of spring, first of summer of 2021, and it's still doing very well. And we round out the top 20 with the Very Hungry Caterpillar board book. And this is indeed a classic children's story of a caterpillar that eats all the time and turns into a butterfly. <laughs> well, that's what we have there. So let's see, what do we have coming out today? If I can get my computer to say, to wake up, wake up. Um, <laughs> let's see. That digital oh, age see. thing. Yeah, the digital age is at us again. It's wonderful when it works, but uh-huh. not so much when it doesn't. <laughs> no. Uh, Lucy Foley <laughs> has a new book out uh, this week, The um, Paris Apartment, and there are 593 new Street dated books being released. Woo. Today. Lots, wow. Lots of books. Yes. And I, I think say. a lot of them, a lot of them are the Harlequins. I uh, mean, you know, because oh. they kind of stagger those a little bit. But I think they're, le- they're letting them all go at the same date this month. I, I, it could be that they're really? changing the way that they market those and release them. 
So um, they're all, uh, you know, there's how many are there? The romances and the blazes and, you know, tons and tons. Of oh, yeah. And we have tons and tons of old ones available. Oh, yeah. At any given moment. <laughs> at any given moment. Yep. Um, <laughs> John Patrick Green, he's got his little investigators uh, series. Um, and this was braver and bolder. Now, when we say investigators, they're actually gators. They're investigating mysteries. <laughs> it's kind of fun to see this oh. cartoon. It's, this is a, um, this, a, a, um, a graphic novel for those wow. who are interested. Um, let's see, what else do we, Alexander <clears throat> McCall Smith has a new, has a new one. This oh. is part of the 44th Scotland Street series. This is the 15th in his series. A Love in the Times Birdie, uh, is out today. Uh, The Lost Apothecary, uh, is, is available now. This is by Sarah Penner. Um, J.A. Jance has a new one, Nothing to Lose. This is a J.P. Beaumont novel. That's out. John Grisham Suley is now available in uh, a mass market paperback, so if you're waiting for that, as well as Jojo Moy's The Giver of Stars is now available in a pocket edition. So I mean, there, we do have a lot of customers who do wait for those, you know, those things to come in. Annabella Streets, um, and I, I really like this is kind of a cool title 52 Ways to Walk. And it's the surprising really? science of walking for wellness and joy one week at a time. So it's actually a book that tells people to get out there, you know, and, and get walking, mm. you know, and, and yeah. you know, walk, you know, and hike and, and just use your legs. And yeah, move, exercise. move, move. Yep. Yes. Move, move, move. That's, that's, that is so, such the taste. And then there's a new one by Janet Daly, The Calder Grit. A sweeping historical ranching novel, and of course we played around with that again every time there's a new book by Janet Daly. Of course, this woman has been gone since 2013, um, and they're still re- they're still releasing books that are, they say are by Janet Daly. Um, and we were trying once again to figure out who is writing the Janet Daly books, uh-huh. and so it's, yeah. it's still nameless. Yeah, and they'll admit, I mean, obviously, <laughs> they'll admit that she's not writing the book. Yeah. And that they've long run out of of, um, of uh, outlines and ideas from the books that she had planned. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's almost 20 years, you know? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there yep. we go. Uh, what do we have coming out next week? So you can start thinking about it. Uh, the Schwab has a new one out called The Gallant, and this is um, uh, a YA novel that's going to a lot of kids have been waiting for. Um, uh, Clara and the Sun, that did very well in hardcover, is going to be available oh, in yeah. paperback next week, and that of course was Kazuo Ishiguro, did very well. Uh, Olive Blake has a new one, The Atlas Six. Um, Jennifer Smith is back with the unthinkable Greta James, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Margaret Atwood has a new book out, Essays and Occasional Stories. Uh, let's hmm. see how many are going to be out. 468 books will be laid down next oh, week. Oh, wow. 
lots, lots Man. of stuff coming out. You know, you can tell it's the spring. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. They're starting to come out. And ladies, um, unfortunately, our time is up this morning. And uh, can you once again give us your uh, location, phone number, and your hours, please? Okay. Okay. We, okay. We're located on the corner of North Walnut and Boeinger in beautiful downtown Batesville. And we are there on from Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 5. And on Saturday, call ahead to see if Chris is going to be there. Things pop up. You never know. But you can give us a call um, at 812-934-5800. Come in and see what we got. Come in and talk to us. And we'll hook you up with something good to read. All right. Sounds good. Well, we will talk to you next week for another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. Good call.